Welcome to Press Start Gaming. I'm your host, Jeff Stevens, and tonight we have with me Kevin Nelson. Hello. David Feldman. I was first in the original induction. Yeah. And Todd Harden. Hey, I showed up this time. <laughs> For once. Yay! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We must now do the news. Kevin, take it away. All right, so we're going to change it up, go a little bit different story-wise. Uh, first story we're going to talk about is Xbox Live is now supporting cross-platform multiplayer with PS4. Woo? Um, well, hold woo. on. Now, that's kind what of. the article title says. <coughs> the okay, article... let's, let's clarify before you delve into that. It's up to the game. Developer. Exactly. So no, it's so, up to the developer. And it's the up other to the side developer of the if they want to implement it into the game. So you're saying potentially we could all be playing Call of Duty. You, potentially, yes, and you could be playing Call of Duty against somebody on a PS4 and a PC. That could but, be cool, but I think that's an unfair advantage. Um, yes and no. Um, but the one thing that is going to be difficult. Is just the server space. No, trying to, trying to be able to. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we already know what Google's server farms look like for ads. I think they can manage this. <laughs> um, they're talking about in this article the first game that is going to support cross-platform multiplayer is Rocket League. Woo! So Woo? those those oh, of you that play well, huh? no, this is initially between uh, PC, PC and Xbox. And Xbox PC. Sorry, this now. is. Through PC and Xbox, but <clears throat> right, uh, but actually, that's a huge market. It is, and actually, uh, I think today, actually, in fact, this is the first time we're actually getting like live news on the day of the recording. Um, the Sony Oops. actually announced their night the little like follow up letter saying that yeah, we'll you know it will we're interested in listening to developers and publishers, and we'll kind of go from there to see. If they're actually going to work with Microsoft, if if the two companies work together, it'll be like the biggest coup in I want to say gaming history, but a pretty huge win. Yeah, definitely. Because I can't think of it. If Activision of... doesn't do anything with this, they are the no, worst they're... company in the world. What are, what is this going <clears> to <throat> do with the fanboys? I mean, we got Microsoft fanboys, we got PlayStation oh. fanboys. I mean, I don't if we're think... gonna all be able to play with each other, you that kind of defeats the, the whole rivalry. Meh. No, if anything, it'll make it better. It'll make it more funny. Yeah, because what's gonna happen is, is when your race. friends will like drop out oh, in the middle God. of the match, be like, "Oh, well, they're on PlayStation servers, so that's why they can't play with us." <laughs> 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 yeah, touche, touche. I think it's gonna yeah. be really cool. It's gonna help out a lot. Um, it's gonna also bring more online. It's gonna bring more online game lobbies so you'll be able to pl have fuller lobbies which is something that you run into every once in a while if you want to pay one particular t style of game let's say for instance in call of duty yes shut up i know um you, you pick a particular game and if it's not team deathmatch or domination there's not many people playing it right. but when you have this implemented you can you can basically almost double your potential of having a full lobby i'm just or even older games well, I'm just interested to see how the performance will hold up. Oh, yeah. I think it will do well, fine. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fine. Unless yeah, Sony goes down that. again. 
buy it. All right. Yeah. Mo- moving okay. on. Moving on to the next story is uh, Sony announced their VR headset. Yeah. Hey, um, by the way, I uh, called it on the price. Todd called it on the price. That's yes, true. Uh, yeah. He called it exactly three ninety nine. I think I said four ninety nine. If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, yeah. Well, so. technically, I'm right and I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, this oh, kind, of, this part kind of sucks because three ninety nine only gets you the headset. It doesn't actually get you and the required. HDMI cable. Ooh, oh, <laughs> required. It, it doesn't it doesn't give you the required PlayStation camera, which depending on if you get it on sale is sixty bucks normal price. You also have to get the, I believe it's optional. I could be wrong at this point. The move controllers, which are needed for the actual motion detection, which one you're about Wait, like that, another uh, sixty ice cream bucks. looking thing. Yeah, little yeah. like glowy ball things. Does those those things still don't work. Things? I thought that was only for. I thought that was uh, PS3. Three. No, no, they have them for PlayStation Four as well. Oh wow. Ugh. That's retarded. Some other accessory you have to buy and keep charged. But so so essentially, what you're saying is you need to buy about four different accessories just for the one other accessory to work. Well, you you know, this is this is the confusing part for me. I always assumed that the DualShock Four controller was the replacement for yeah, um, but apparently that's not the case according to some news outlets. So I think we're gonna have to double check on that to be sure. I'm having a feeling they might be wrong because that's kind of ridiculous. I mean, PlayStation yeah, already has a hard time selling their camera. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to sell their ice cream cones, especially don't, once they uh, got rid of the that. porn on PlayStation Now or whatever. I don't, was. I don't want to know why you knew that, Todd, because it was a thing. <sighs> don't <laughs> worry about. It. Um, Moving on. Yeah. So okay, that's pretty, pretty interesting. And the last story we're going to talk about is. Fable got canceled. And Lionhead Studios is getting ready to close. Yeah, and Lionhead Studios is getting ready to close. It's still unclear whether they're going to shut them down completely or if they're going to be remained through uh, Eurogamer notes. Um, I don't know. You know, Jeff? I'll, I'll be frank. I never really liked the Fable series. In fact, I never really <laughs> liked any of the games that Lionhead Studios produced because they're always weird and kind of quirky and they never really li- lift up the uh the hype that Peter Molyneux threw out there oh man he was a hype machine though <laughs> well he always said this is going to be the greatest game that was ever made and it just it never was it never no. lived up to that yeah i i enjoyed the fable series so like i'll i'll take that as a Win, but everything else was kind of just like, eh. Yeah. David. Well, I'll anything? be honest with you. I did like Fable. Um, one, I wasn't too impressed with two, and uh, whatever that third three. generation was supposed to be. Three was it? Three two. It was called three. It it, it just cut. I mean, my problem with the Fable series was for me the graphics were very blurry. They weren't very right. Pretty. They're stylized. Um. And you know, it just didn't look as good as like it. I felt like it should have, com- considering what they, you know, the how they hyped it up on Xbox Original and then 360. Um, it just wasn't anywhere near the level I expected it to be. And uh, this is not surprising to me at all. Uh, you know, British humor is still kind of meh in the states. Oh yeah, I would agree. 
All right. Well, that being said, <laughs> um, let us delve into our first topic. Games in the real world, a growing genre. Um, we actually have some stuff in parentheses here. <laughs> Being in a URML to win. Yeah. Definitely. Exercise game goals, etc., etc. Who would like to start off with this one? Dibs. Oh. Okay, go. Go. Um, I think this all started with achievements. Like yeah. all of this. Um, giving you feedback other than you won the level. Um, incentivized other companies to use that as ways to show you a different way of saying, hey, you completed your goal other than goal was actually completed. Um, I assume the most common thing people understand with that being is like the zombie run games and all these ones that are like, if you run, you win something. I don't know what the hell you win. Um, I think that's what it is, the gamification of everything. Um, using achievements and or trophies and or whatever to make it seem like make mundane tasks seem more fun. I don't think it should grow because I don't think it makes sense, but that's just me. Yeah, I I don't know. I kind of disagree a little bit on Todd's aspect because there's been a common misconception with video gamers. They're all fat, lazy, and sex of crap. No, that's um, only me. <laughs> no, that's me. But if, for instance, you want some type of motivation, you know, ex for example, exercise goal, game goals, wouldn't you be more inclined to do it through video game achievement style than sure. you would be just generically? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, peeing in the urinal to win. Like, let's be honest, if you're drunk, you're going to miss anyway. It's... I don't even really know what you guys were referring to. Actually, you know, funny, you know what's funny is, about that, Kevin? There is a video game at, I think it's at one of the... I want to say a sports stadium where they put something in the urinal to where, like, your stream controls whatever you're doing. And it's just... Um, God, I don't know about that. Stadiums so. are, sports stadiums are weird. <laughs> yeah, I just yes, don't Yes, know. we know, Jeff, that you're adverse to anything that's athletic. Oh, that's not true, but Ooh, we'll get yeah. into that in a little bit later. I'm just giving you shit. No, but seriously, uh, peeing into a urinal to win... Um, my thought instantly goes to that. There was this movie or TV show. I can't remember now, but um, it, it, it shows that a bunch of guys are sitting there urinating into a trough and they're all trying to shoot at this one little target um, dead center. And the person who gets the most accurate um, stream, if you will, uh, you know, gets the little bobblehead up to the top to hit the bell and win. So, you know, it's, it, it's things like that um, that, you know, you got to think about. Uh, for guys, I guess, you know, women don't really have the problem of, you know, aiming. Um, so I guess it's more of a, hey, look at that, you know, give you some incentive to aim in the right direction. Um, but I do like the idea of exercise games, um, you know, Working out is fun to for some people. For other people, it's not. It's a chore if people even choose to do those. Um, being able to say, oh, look, you know what? For 10,000 steps in this game, they're going to allow you to uh, track that 10,000 steps and you can get this special uh, you know, incentive to get this costume or get this avatar. Yeah, I think I, that would be a good idea. I think that would be a great idea. Um, you know, there are some people that 
buy treadmills and play video games while they're on their treadmill. Mm-hmm. And or they'll sit there on an exercise bike and, and I would do the do same that. thing. Yeah. And Todd, you said you would do that? Yeah, I, I definitely play a game on my... I usually play uh, Settlers of Catan on my tablet whenever I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll sit there and watch a movie or I'll, I'll play, like, uh, Clash of Clans or the new one. I think it's uh, Clan Royale. Clan Royale or um, Clash Royale, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Clash Royale, something like that. But um, yeah, that's what I'll play while I'm on the treadmill. Jeff? I'm very confused on this topic, I'll be honest with you guys. It's talking about, in it's basically the topic is um, real-life video game situ not situations, but implementation of a video game in real life, like including it in your real-life task, such as working out, going to the bathroom, doing whatever um i mean i guess waking up it could work that way it could work that way waking up's an achievement congratulations <laughs> well, i guess that could be one way to help suicidal people i mean hey you're awake you get uh, 10 points guys so i'm gonna because uh, someone already typed it out on the podcast i'm pretty sleepy tonight so i'm gonna sound like i'm i'm stoned but it's not the case i promise <laughs> no but he so yeah i'm hippie central over here tonight jeff's very Whoopee. very sleepy all right uh, all right so let's move let's on see. to the next topic then right uh, video games going mobile in new ways um, third-person shooter using phone as a gun, and/or strapping a camera to get a real-time video feed. Um, I okay, think so. I wrote out this topic. Um, yeah, we can tell. Okay. <laughs> well, the reason why the reason why I wrote that is because I saw this really good, cool video with a um, about a team of like kids, and um, they they sit there on their mobile phones, and all of a sudden they get a like a, an alert or whatever and they say okay in 30 seconds game is going to start so then you see these pe- uh these kids suddenly like get things out of their backpack like a uh camera that you can wear on your head um a, a wrist stra- uh you know their smart watches on their wrists and then they bring out their you know tablets their their little phones and um what ends up happening is um their cameras feed back to a game server and on their mobile phones they see other people around them as their teams and they're like little blips so it's kind of like a third person shooter but in real life hmm. and then what they can sit there and do is they tap on the on the phone and it shoots things uh shoots like guns and stuff like that at enemy targets and they have to point their phone at the enemy target and shoot them and kill them um and uh, like you see little live updates on their on the on the wristwatch where it shows HP levels and bullet levels and stuff like that. So uh, it's kind of like a more integrated version of a video game third person shooter. And I thought that was really cool and I like the idea. And that's kind of what. Inspired Let me be topic. honest with you. I'd rather have a light gun. Well, it, it was a light gun. I don't think it was actually like you know the laser gun. I don't ah. think it was actual bullets. I don't remember specifically. I wasn't really paying that close attention. <laughs> No? But okay. um, I like, like I said, I like the premise. I like the idea. You know, yeah, something really similar to this, and I'm gonna try to see if I can't find the video for the uh, the link. But there was a, a company that actually, basically, they were doing. I don't know if it was 
I don't. It may have been chat roulette. I think it was chat roulette. But basically, they tied first person shooter thing. Yeah. So basically, they strapped a, a web camera to this guy's head, and he was running around, and people on chat roulette would have to like control his actions and like guide him because they could see like what he was doing. But it was really cool because they were like, "Oh, pick up the shotgun from underneath the uh, the the stack of like rubble," and like they would start moving him through the level and. Basically, he was going to like a zombie type shooter, and I thought that was that was really cool. It was a, a neat little interactive twist to where you could still play from home, but you're interacting something like in real time. Right. I I thought that was pretty cool. Um, there's been similar things. I being honest with you, I'm more of a fan of like, uh, what was that ARG for uh, Halo? I have no I, idea I what you're talking about. or something. Um, I'm, I'm more of a oh, fan than that. Oh, uh, for ODST? I love bees or something like that. Silly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it was just, I like having just a simple thing. I'm not a huge fan of like having a, per, a peripheral. I put my phone in or using my phone for weird things. Um, we've already talked about companion apps before. This would kind of fit in that old i assume um i'm neither here nor there being honest with you uh, granted i haven't found anything really like that blows me away but i assume if i do i'll be like oh my goodness i need this in my life i don't know yeah. i did i did just get a uh a viewmaster oh, cardboard oh, oh you cool. drop your phone yeah so yeah, i got that yeah that's pretty cool um i think it's a cool concept but in reality, you're gonna look like an idiot. Don't you dare call me that. Uh, I'm, I'm that. sorry, I mean, but hey, Kevin, mm. not really, because you remember kids used to be shooting Nerf guns at each other and things like that. That was fun. No, no, no. See, that was a game within itself. But then having to utilize another t- device of technology to play on another device of technology, and also second off, it's not gonna freaking work. Ah, uh, oh, why, why are you I such think a pessimist? Okay, hold on. I just found the video. I'm going to link it to you guys. I want you to watch it. But I, it's a phenomenal video. It's really cool. Yeah, I'm interested in watching this a little bit later. Um, as long as you include it. I, you know, yeah, include it in the show notes down below. Yep, we'll have that available. Um, as always. Right. So, so do we have anything more to say about this topic? Um, no. I don't know. Really. At the very least. Okay, well, the next one is one that I actually added. Um, it's how much influence should a game studio have over the coverage of their games? All of it. And basically, this I have a link in here that we'll be referencing later on. But basically, Great. Um, Kotaku, and I could be saying that completely wrong. You're saying completely right. Oh, okay, cool. For once. Um, basically they came out and said that Bethesda completely blacklisted them from coverage of their games. Granted they leak shit causing that to happen. Well, and that's true, but I think it gets into a finer point of, uh, censorship for instance. Right. And how damaging that can be to a game's release as well as just, you know, a game company in general. Because for me, 
the fact that Bethesda blacklisted them, not publicly, obviously, because they would never out, come out right and say, oh yeah, we did this because they leaked shit. Um, it's a little disturbing to me because, for one, it basically is the whole mantra of if you can't deal with uh, criticism, you can't, you, you just... Uh, can't, can't take what you dish out. You just can't do, take what you dish out, essentially. Thank you. My brain isn't firing on all cylinders. But, I mean, for me, I don't really don't think that, you know, there should be a blacklisting system in place. I feel like no game studio, every game studio should be required to give every news outlet fair treatment, essentially. Yeah. I think if they're going to, so I, I'm more of the opinion that blacklisting a single journalism place is bad business um bad journalism or bad bad marketing in general because all you're gonna do is get them to talk shit about you um i'm i'm okay with exclusives though like if well I, exclusives exclusives right. are a bit different those at least you know see for me i like independent journalism for a couple of reasons Right. Who reads reviews on IGN? I do. Okay. Yeah. Do you trust mm. those reviews? Yes. Why? No. Because the company's been around forever. Okay. What if I were to tell you, though, and this is just the thought, what if I were to tell you that the game studios pay IGN for Wouldn't those care. reviews? <laughs> but, is care. It a, but is it a trusted source of news, then? No. It was never a trusted source of news. It's one of ten that I look at. I, okay. I, I take the consensus. I don't look at just one. I don't have one specific uh, news source that I look at. Um, I tend to look at uh, Polygon, Kotaku. I IGN. think I think Polygon is actually my favorite right now. I very rarely will go on IGN.com just because right. nine times out of ten I'll go on their website and they'll be like, "This game is a masterpiece," <laughs> and you'll start playing it and you're like, "I have no idea what the fuck these guys were smoking." Uh, so money. do you, do you think that IGN um, gets paid for good reviews? I I sincerely believe hundred percent yes. Oh, yeah, I sincerely definitely. believe that because they're too big of a company. Their word has too much of a a sway in the gaming community, to where if they weren't getting paid, that would be a stupid business decision on their part. Right. Uh, I, I, I'd agree. But then that that goes into the integrity of journalism and. <laughs> Uh, and, and that's that what I'm saying. Line. That's that's kind of that's what? kind of where we're getting to with this because Kotaku, yes, they leaked it, and I'm pretty sure if if we don't know if you guys don't know what we're talking about here, Fallout Four was actually leaked by Kotaku. I'd say a full year and a half, right? Ish before Over it came out, yeah. and you know they they got a lot of the details correct they got the game setting correct they got the main protagonist they got three dog um, didn't help because three dog leaked some shit too well yeah three dog leaked some shit but well, and I, and that may be the reason the why he was not included in the game mm -hmm. because you know he was like why am i not in the game whatever blah 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 but basically i, I can understand being pissed about it but yeah you're taking one of the companies that can fairly review your game that some people view as uh, being 
very trustworthy. You basically just cut them down. Yeah, totally. And for me, so, that, so, that stinks. So I, I got a question then, Jeff. Are you saying that, you know, um, game studios should not have any control over the, the content of what they want released to the media? Uh, you know, I kind of am. And I know that sounds <laughs> that sounds a little strange, but for me... Careful, Jeff. I, we're trying to get people to give us early copy of games to review. <laughs> Careful. I know, and what I'm what I'm trying to say is is that sir. you know there's there's being you know very careful of what you're showing as far as your game. I understand that it's your baby and that you're trying to get the best you know look at your game. But that being right. said, you shouldn't hold anything back. I I oh, would agree on dude, that, dude. I I actually have to completely disagree with you on this one. Oh, I'm okay. not surprised because you kept like asking me. But I'm interested. Let's, <laughs> let's hear it. Let's go for it. Well, okay. So it's no secret that I'm a big fan of Apple. What? Um, really? More. <laughs> I, I well, right. okay. I got so my faith snarky, has so wavered fast. a little bit since uh, Steve Jobs has passed. He died. Um, wow. This is the first. Okay, guys. This is the first time he's admitted this. By the way, so openly. All right. Anyways, uh, world history here going on, guys. World history. Um, okay, but seriously, world exclusive. Um, well, one of the things that Steve world Jobs star. really believed in was absolute control. The media, absolute control over what gets leaked. Uh, it's long been rumored that their own marketing team, you know, leaks out certain items, certain things, oh. very, very controlled. And yeah, and, and iPhone allows, gets you know, left at a bar. We know. That was right. also and, and things me, like that. Right. So I'll point out, you know, that and a lot of stuff has been very highly suspected as to to how much control Apple actually has over everything. Right. Um, personally, I, I think that's just a brilliant move in terms of marketing. Um, it creates a frenzy that it's just not there. And Bethesda actually kind of like really proved that to my point, because very little information was ever let go. And if they had their way, no information would have been let out. And um. All of a sudden, you know, they announced this thing to most people and most people were like, holy crap. And, and, you know, and the next thing you know, there's a frenzy and a desire to play this game that may have not been there before. Right. Well, and you're referring to what's known as the mystery box attempt. And and that's fine. I am all for that. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, if for whatever reason it gets leaked, right? Right. You can't you can't just say, "Oh, you know what? Fuck you. You leaked our project. We're no longer going to give you anything." Ever yeah, again. you can, Jeff. Absolutely you can. It's called a non-disclosure agreement. That is the exact punishment for when you you go against that non-disclosure agreement. Right. I okay. I agree that that's a thing, but at the but, same time, yeah, at the same t- go ahead, Todd. I'm sorry. Makes you look like a whiny little bitch. Yeah. Well, no, how I mean, I'm sorry, but people sign non-disclosure agreements all the time. That's a normal thing. That's, okay. that's something that that's expected in the industry. And that's fair, but what if you were never a part of that non-disclosure agreement? Okay, if you never were Okay, so um that's like going into Okay, so give me an instance. I'm curious. Okay, I mean, just in particular, I mean, I'm pretty sure the was it Gawker with the iPhone? 
that leaked. No, no it was it was just a normal, uh, supposedly a normal employee who was out of the bar. No, 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 no. Who, he, who broke the news first? It was Gawker, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I can't remember. It was so okay. long ago. Well, my point being is, is that Gawker, who I believe is the company that leaked it, they had no idea about this iPhone, right? They had nothing to do with a non-disclosure agreement. Apple came to them after the fact saying, hey, this is our shit. Please give it back. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. In this particular instance, is Gawker at fault for leaking the iPhone? No, it would be the person who did it, which I believe was Gary Powell. Okay. So that person should be or held Gray responsible. Powell, sorry. But you agree that the company itself that leaks the information shouldn't be held responsible? No, they should not be held responsible in terms of leaking the information. They didn't know what was going on. They're like, oh, look at this. You know, things, something like that. I, okay, I can see how you're saying that, you know, if they stumbled upon an information that they never meant to stumble upon and they're not a part of the agreement, then, you know, if they say something great but even then they only were able to showcase a certain amount of information they you know it was just um certain features that were showcased on an old iphone so they didn't have the newest iphone look um you know so apple was a little smart on this one where they didn't you know really bring it out the iphone 4 in its newest form it was just a it was an iphone 3gs casing with all the new internals right so, but I mean, that's my point, you know, the, the company itself, after everything, they were the, they were the ones who got punished yep. essentially. And <clears throat> to, to my knowledge, and I'm not sure how public this is, uh, Gawker actually was blocked. They from... were, they were not allowed to any Apple event for at least three years. Yeah. And Which... I think that's mm. terrible because you're. You're punishing a company who's only reporting on the news. And when you right. do that, you're just censoring the truly independent sources. And in this situation, it's just it's just bad. Apple. Apple has a history of that, though. Well, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is, is I, I don't think companies should be allowed to do that. Yes, but I think also, they have every right to do that. But they full do. disclosure must be a thing. Yeah, but also yeah. you you run into the fact that if the company what if the company does it again you know could you be They're trusted journalist is could their they job be... yes but well leaking certain and, information and, this, and in that situation it should be see for me it would be better to do a say say for instance you have like a day before your press conference right mm -hmm. yeah and you have you have select members of the press come in and say hey this is what we're going to do. We're going to have you sign this agreement. Then we're going to have you, we're going to show you what we're doing. And you're basically on an embargo. Okay. Right. You can't discuss so this a at all. Disclosure agreement. Yeah. yeah. And I think that should be a thing. If you, if you break your non-disclosure agreement, should the company say, Hey, we're not going to let you do this anymore. By you all should means. be punished. I mean, you fuck, you fucked up. Like, why would you, why would you be able to come to stuff like that in the future? Right, but in this situation, uh, for me, in the particular example of Bethesda blocking, it wasn't just uh, Kotaku; it was actually the whole network of Kotaku. So Polygon, Which was Gawker, no, Polygon's not in that network. 
Ha, huh, I thought they were. I, okay. uh, Polygon is with The Verge. Oh, Vox Media. Okay. Vox okay. Media. Correct. Um, Gawker's network is Gawker, uh, Lifehacker, Kotaku, Jalopnik, Jezebel, and a couple others. Yeah, that whole network was blacklisted, if right. I'm not mistaken. They were. So and... they've been blacklisted from multiple things because let's be honest here, Gawker has some really shady practices oh, in the way definitely. they do things. Definitely. Um, in the show notes, I have posted Polygon's ethics statement, um, which is what me and Jeff were talking about. They they put everything out on Front Street about this. And uh, I feel like if Prestar Gaming ever starts doing something like this where we get copies of games from the companies, we'll have a similar one because, yeah, it's it's a weird business because if I get some information early... I'm going to let it go once I get a credible source. Well, okay, so letting uh, it down in this particular podcast. Uh, that, you know, we're... <laughs> sorry, <laughs> there was something going on in the background. I heard. Um, let it be known in this particular podcast that we... If we do receive advanced copies of games, if you say, hey, don't tell the world about this, we're not going to tell anyone. No. All of it is... Let it also be known that if you don't explicitly say don't talk about this shit, I will we're stream it. Probably going to talk about that shit. <laughs> don't right? stream it. But yeah, no, I. If you say don't talk about it, that's going to be very right. difficult. But if you say, you know, what's stopping? I don't know. If you say you can't stream it, but you can talk about it, it'll be like, okay, we'll talk about it. Right. But. And <sighs> there, there are services um, similar to this. There's a service that. Uh, press start specifically me is involved in um, called key mailer um, where it basically companies reach out to people with Twitch profiles that they think can help uh, distribute uh, buzz about their game. And if they give you advanced copies, they want you to stream it. Um, but there's also been things where like you get a message in steam email where they're like, Hey, I'm a developer of this. I want you to play this game. See how it is. Don't stream it. Don't say a word. Just give me feedback, and we'll be following that if need be. But I think, like I said, Gawker in general is just shady business practices. Bethesda I, had every right to shut yeah. them down. I, I completely agree in that particular instance, but I really do think there needs to be, I want to say a governing, governing body. Of, ESRB. <laughs> That would that would be really weird. They go from game ratings to making sure that here here's company. what I think should happen. I I, I think the ES, ESRB is already shady and and liquidy with their oh, yeah. ratings. I I do no, not be surprised from the if they weren't shady and liquidy with with their dealings of that. Right, and I feel like over the years, like if I wrote for a game website which i kind of sort of do i guess mm -hmm. and all of a sudden we got blacklisted from something like i pissed off bethesda because i hate doom and <laughs> oh man and then, kevin kevin's gonna go kill you now right? no if, I, I, if all, no if all of a sudden an, i can't if we can't cover doom Kevin, it's an die. opinion you know right that's the other thing is these well, are they're opinions. not gonna blacklist somebody for an opinion right. but if they you won't actively try to release in you know things that could right. potentially harm the company yeah that's one thing uh you know that that's that's the thing though like but you know Bethesda. companies like bethesda 
um, sit there and they, you know, they create these games and they, they do all this hard work and they release things that just have never been done before. They don't want those ideas to suddenly be implemented terribly by other developers. Right. Uh, you know, people like EA games, for example, (laughs) um, you know, they don't want that kind of stuff to to be to be happening, and then you know all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, well, these guys aren't original." No, we're original. We're the ones who created this. It just happened that someone leaked this information, and, and we can't control that part. Uh, you know, that's what they're talking about. That's what they're trying to avoid with these non disclosure agreements and having control over what kind of media is released uh, about their games and about their company. Because you know, a lot of the times, this is livelihoods that can get destroyed or damaged um, that you're just not going to be able to bring back. If you know, right. these things happen to that company. I mean, and what luckily, are you going to a lot of companies tend to be forgiving through time? Uh, Apple's forgiven a lot of people. Um, Leo Laporte, who used to be on tech TV and G4 TV um, was blacklisted for a few years. He's back in the fold. Gaming tends to back up after a couple of years just because they need the press for certain things. Um, but here, let me be honest. This is how I'm going to do it. If I leak something and get blacklisted, if they have a big game coming out, I'm just going to put a big old page that says I'm blacklisted. Sorry. That's all I'll do. I mean, uh, F it. You're, the, you're one of those people I hate. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> I, I just think that, uh, you know, guys, you know, I'm really surprised this topic actually <laughs> kept us going for so long. Right. I, I, I thought mean, it goes into that. It, it touches ethics, on ethics man. and other things like that. That's yeah. probably why. Right. Um, I think it's time to move on, though, because we don't want to give Agreed. away the whole press start gaming strategy for the next year. Um, final topic. <laughs> and this topic, I don't know who posted this because I've never David. played an MMO. Really. Well, we... I, okay, I think David and I started talking about this in uh, on your breakfast date at Denny's. No, I wouldn't. Oh. I wouldn't say that. I think this was David first posted the first ago. part of this a while back, and then I actually tweaked it after we got talking about a particular game. Um, but basically, it's our MMO RPGs worth investing into investing, investing any time into anymore. Time, yes. And do traditional MMORPGs still exist? Only one. Okay, what what is your traditional one? World because of I'm thinking War, World of Warcraft. Yeah, World that's of the Warcraft only traditional one. That's clearly a traditional MMORPG. Yeah. Um, are MMOs worth investing time into? Yes, hundred percent. Yes, I believe <clears throat> if I could what find are we the perfect right one. Now? Destiny, which is Destiny. pretty much a, which is pretty much an MMO. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. If I could find one that I really enjoyed, I feel like I would lose every bit of free time I had. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, absolutely. If I was yeah. better at math and Excel spreadsheets, I'd play EVE Online all day long. <laughs> um, I wanted to play the Old Republic, but at the time did not have a computer. Um, Star Wars Online or Star Trek Online was the same deal. Well, um, okay, so I think the last like true MMORPG I was trying to play wow. was Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, I'm sorry. And, you know, it, it's kind of... It's it's the same problem I have with every single MMORPG. 
Mm-hmm. You dive, you dive into the game. You're you're a peon among all these really high level characters, and then you have to start grinding. Yep. And the grind is all right. In I can't, certain instances, you know, I have a friend who loves grinding, and I mean he like grinder? lives for it. <laughs> no, not like not like that. What I mean by that is is that he'll he'll take a game like Diablo three, for instance, and he'll just keep playing mission after mission after mission until Uh. he completes every single objective in his mind. He is a completionist. Right. But and he is completely comfortable with doing that. And for me, I I get like kind of a twitch. I get it it, it really is an itch to where I'm just like, God, you know, I could be doing something else right now. Like my right. free time is, is, is extremely valuable to me. And I, I could be playing something completely awesome right now, but instead I'm, I'm chopping up this random beast every the, over and over and over again for hours. And that just, it just bores me. It really does. So yeah, we know because when you play a story mode game, you just run ahead not giving a shit. <laughs> right He's saying this because I did this while we were playing Destiny. Just I was a like, while "God ago. damn it, stop playing like Jeff, Kevin." And uh, so we'll ask for a second. Just so we all know, uh, we we have been playing Destiny: The Taken King. Um, we recently all got it on Xbox. We are going to be streaming this at some point oh. in the future. I don't know Dirt. what day we are going to Tonight. be doing that. Uh, Three or, of us will be. Maybe okay. Yeah. yeah so. But we'll be announcing it on our uh, Facebook and Twitter page, like when we're actually going to be streaming, um, so you guys can actually tune in live. But basically, um, it got into a little bit of a debate between me and David that Destiny is not an MMO MMORPG. Uh, uh, MMO, David David thinks it is. MMO I don't think it FPS. is. It is, but it isn't. You know. Well, and my argument is is that it blends elements, but it is not. No, I think it's a first person shooter. It's a little well, bit more okay, than that. Well, okay, so MMO yeah, FPS. It, yeah, it does because take... if you if you really think about it, um, what what in essence is a role playing game on massive multiplayer online? There's a story. You follow the story. Is you there? grind. You get levels. You get better items. You get rewarded for doing quests. Um, so far, what do like you Destiny. do in Destiny? You follow the story. You level. You grind. You get better items for completing quests. That sounds like a massive multiplayer online uh, role-playing game to me. Yeah, but the first-person shooter is is the big kicker. That's exactly Okay, it. so you're just... You, okay, it's a different character perspective. So what? It's not even that. Um, The guns, for instance, that's a big deal. Uh, Okay, so that goes into Mass Effect. I think Mass Effect is more of a traditional role-playing game than it is a first-person shooter. This follows the same concept. Right. Mm. Mm -hmm. So for me, okay, for me, a role-playing game, and I know this is going to sound really stupid, but role-playing games for me are kind of like Skyrim. Okay, Skyrim, you, know, mm-hmm. you become a character, you start, you basically have more of a uh, a role in sculpting your character from kind of the ground up all the way in the future. For Destiny, you don't really have that option. You're, you're just a guardian, 
That's all you are. And mm-hmm. they basically but say... But then you get to choose classes like Warlock, Hunter, you know. But is it, is it, is it truly unique, though? Well, no. I mean, you're different. I mean, like with Warlock, there's... I don't know about the other ones, but with Warlock, there's subclasses and on top of that. So, yeah, in a little but bit. But does it change the story? Uh, No. No. It doesn't affect the story. So my point being in this is that in, in Skyrim, for instance, Skyrim. you can either completely ignore the story or you can go off and do your thing. At, at the core of it, you're the Dragonborn, right? But you could, for instance, Spoiler. join this particular army and you can go conquer um, all of Tamriel if you really wanted to, right? <laughs> With Destiny, you're on a very linear path in some ways. And that's why I don't feel that it is an MMORPG. You're you're very stuck on a linear path. With an MMORPG, you can kind of branch off and do whatever the fuck you want within reason. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it. I think it has a little bit more to do with the game company than it does with the actual style of game. The reason why I say that is because Elder Scrolls is Elder Scrolls. It's a D and D style game. What about um, Fallout? Fallout is a, it's again, it's that blended element that you keep talking about. But I still think it's an it's an RPG. I th- I st- I think it has RPG elements, and I'm not I'm not going to disagree with you on that. But for me, Destiny is not that game. All right. it, it just it just isn't. Okay, uh, Kevin, Todd, want to throw in on this? Destiny is an MMO FPS. Uh. That's the answer. <laughs> you play uh. with a lot of other people online. Massively multiplayer. Play it online. Online. First person shooter. First person shooter. I just answered the question. Okay, fine. Yeah, he's kind of... He follows RPG tropes. Fetch quest and that kind of shit, but it's it's still a first person shooter at heart. Which yeah, whatever. I don't care. It's a good game. I'm gonna keep playing it. Oh, I, yeah. I am too. I'm not gonna. I I think maybe I'm just hoping that Destiny is a little bit more than it actually is. Nope. Because I would like to have a console based MMORPG. I think that'd be brilliant. They tried. That well, I mean, Elder Scrolls is, is there. Elder oh. Scrolls is there. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry, but I'm bored of those RPG games. Burstoft has done it like twelve times. And, oh, and okay, okay, okay. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. So, uh oh. Why, why, why are those games still worth investing time in? <laughs> um, I, I don't. I, I, I can't find a reason to play World of Warcraft anymore. I actually recently tried to get back into it just because, uh, you know, it's, you know, they came out with this new expansion pack and I'm like, oh, cool. And and I'm like, okay, do I really want to spend the $5 or $10 for subscription? And then I got to give, give myself like, I know it's only five bucks. I mean, that's not the issue. It's, is, is it worth it? To me, it represents more of not just a traditional spending money to play for one month, but it's also am I really going to get the money's worth out of this because I'm just going to sit there and play for one day and then I'm not going to play it anymore because I got bored of it again. And that's why I'm saying that traditional MMORPGs don't really 
they're not successful anymore. Only they, one is. <laughs> no, I, which, which one? Uh, even then, World of wow. Warcraft. I mean, their subscription no, I is, would, is. I would completely disagree with that, Todd. And the reason why I say it's no longer successful is because their player base has dropped dramatically year mm -hmm. after year after year. That's because they haven't released anything besides pandas. No, it's not. It's Whoa. not that. It's Don't not that. It's because people pandas. are moving on. They are done. Yeah. They're just like David. And they're like, you know what? I'm kind of tired of this hack and slash, you know, traditional. They're moving on to Dota 2. They're moving on to different genres of games. They're moving yeah, I mean, on. One of the main reasons games. why is because a lot of people are like me. We want instant gratification. We want to be able to exactly. level, but in a fast enough pace. Uh, you know, and I hate grinding. I don't want to do that. I, oh God, sitting there and killing so many boar before you can move on. That's retarded. <laughs> well, but you and, have to do that. And I feel like as we get older, we don't have the time to do that. You know, I mean, exactly. I don't. I mean, it was great when you were a kid and you were in high school or you know, pre-college or college or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was it was great. You it would you be able to throw out eight hours a day, no problem. And then you're like, time becomes more of an, uh, a commodity, and then it becomes more of a precious resource. And now it's kind of like, like even with with us, it's like you know I put up with Jeff's style of play because it's like I really don't have a lot of time either. I do want to enjoy the story, and I'm glad he doesn't skip through the story because I would destroy him. But um, <laughs> well, but so what he is referring to is is that I I don't really wait. I'm I'm a very impatient person when it comes to games. So I will literally rush in like Leroy Jenkins in that infamous video <laughs> and just say God fuck damn it, it, Leroy, and, and we'll go. And I think <laughs> God, what was the I quest? think I said God damn it, Jeff. It was it was killing Crota. That's the quest we were referring to, where you have to like light the yep. lamps, and yep. I literally just just sprint through past oh. the lamps, and unfortunately, Kevin and David had to deal with uh, the thralls. <laughs> it was hilarious with them like fucking yelling at me. It was great. I had, I had a lot yeah, of fun that I day. think there was various curse words, things that you know where you question God, your parentage and genetics. Damn it, Jeff! You fucking asshole! Like. I don't think I've been yelled at more in a video game than when I just <laughs> rush off. It's beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was beautiful for him. The rest of us were very frustrated and angry. Um, but but, nah, let's be, but, we're but seriously, like friends. it really comes down to the simple fact that you know we get bored easily. We don't want to be able to have our time wasted. And if you get bored, your time is wasted. Um, we want games that are quicker paced a little bit more okay i i want to be able to play this game for 10 15 minutes and actually feel like i achieved something um or 30 minutes or an or, hour or whatever um yeah. or, and you, know, you can't really get in. that anymore with like games like world of warcraft and things like that some of these quests take hours yeah. sometimes even longer and it's like i don't have that time to 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 dedicate to this sort of stuff and I think Destiny's on the right tra right track in terms of it's more futuristic, it's gun based, it's uh, it's a little bit more fun. Uh, and I kind of want to see or play a video game that's an MMORPG based on that kind of concept, where you know we can get to level eighty quickly, we can play. Um, but the but the problem is, it's kind of like okay, once I'm at level eighty, then what? 
Well, I think a lot of people are hitting that wall in Destiny already because the Taken King expansion came out in September of last year. Um, many people have. It was a revival. It yeah, it was you know it was a com- I want to say it was a huge tonal shift, but it was no kind of what Destiny should have been from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, because I mean I know I actually think all of us we played Destiny when it first came out because yes. we. We're really excited to see what Bungie was going to do with the first like original franchise since Halo. It worked out so terribly. <laughs> you know, it just it wasn't it wasn't quite executed, and it kind of felt half baked. I, I, I think it wasn't complete. I think Destiny was released a little too early, and because uh, of the I money, now it's finally becoming to the point where it's like, okay, we're getting where we need to be. What next? Destiny is all shooty shooty bang bang, no story. Halo is a lot of story, less shooty shooty bang bang. I think it had a nice balance of the two, except <laughs> for after Halo Three, then it just became like this. Let's see well, how much of a, have a, how much of a convoluted storyline we can throw in the players' faces before they start, you know, well, understanding. Well, defense that wasn't them. So no, I, oh, that's I'm what I'm kinda, saying. I'm just pissed off about Master Chief, you know, being Master white. Chef racism. I know. <laughs> it's um, not racism. I was just imagined him completely different than a blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy. I've... Wait, do we actually know what he looks like? Yeah, uh, it was released in a movie. Him, yeah. Like there was like this movie called. Uh, it's on Netflix. Are you talking but, about Forward uh, on to Dawn? Yes. Oh my god, that doesn't. Count. And you see him. Yeah, it's it's him as a kid being recruited. Mm-hmm. He's blonde-haired, blue-eyed. You watch him, you know, learn how to be a leader and he you know, learn stereotype. these lessons, and then he. You know, oh, becomes boy. augmented, and he watches all his friends die, and now he becomes a little tougher. It, it, it's an okay movie, but yeah, they reveal who he is. They reveal what he looks like. Uh, you know, well, of course, when he becomes into maturity and his infamous voice comes out, um, you don't see. It his sounds face like anymore. a black guy, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, is this Darth Vader all over again? Is this is what? Daniel Jones, damn it. Um, I. We went off on a huge tangent. Yeah, we went way off topic. Uh, Sorry. That's the, fine. <laughs> one of the last things I'm going to say is um, I posted an article that everybody should read. Uh, PC Gamer is talking about a player uh, in World of Warcraft who took grinding to a whole, ne- who ne- whole new level. He never left the starting zone and reached max level. Wow. wow. So he just killed See, like bunnies but, forever. But that's the thing that we. It reaches level ninety. You have all these amazing what? powers, and you have the worst weapons available. Like, it sounds like Destiny, uh, where I am the highest level you can be, but I have the shittiest of guns, <laughs> and, and I have no sword. I have no sword. Sword. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I wa- I like watching you die. Not funny. Um, uh, quite a few. I, no, I rush. I rush things too. I I pull a Jeff sometimes. I'm just like, let's get this over with. Jump right into the middle of everybody. <laughs> it's just easier. And then I come guys. and revive you. All right. It is. One, all right. Let's do the, what are we playing real quick? And then we'll end this shenanigans. Uh, other than okay, Destiny, I think we're all playing what Destiny. are y'all playing other than Destiny? Destiny. That's pretty much it. I mean, I wasn't yeah, playing anyways. the division and then it died. <laughs> you just wanted to bring that up. Uh, I'm playing. Yeah, he did. He totally Fuck you, you. What, what was that? What was that? Uh, he was. We were sitting there chatting, and uh, all of a sudden, I hear this rage come oh, yeah. deep from within Todd, mm-hmm. and he bellows, 
I lost Fuck the division. I lost yep. my five hour save. Everything I done. <laughs> I went back to the first safe house. Like I can't do uh, it. He was talking about refund. Well, <laughs> well, well do a strongly Todd, worded letter. I honestly I I can't I I'm gonna have to make fun of you, man. It's fucking Ubisoft. Why are you so surprised? All my friends have it on the consoles and it's working fine. <laughs> oh wait, were you on PC? Yeah, I'm on PC. You would think that's, it would work better. That's why. Um, oh my god. The system that gets what, updated. What's going the on, PC Master Race? What's happening? PC Master Race failed me. Um, um, actually, no, Ubisoft well, I mean, is they, just they, terrible they, on computers. You know what it comes down to, Jeff? Or I mean, uh, Todd. PC mm-hmm. Master Race just shouldn't be playing console games. It just really comes down to that. Um. That means I gotta add more stuff to my Steam library, which I was also trying to give away games to other people on this podcast. They're like, no, I don't want it. Yeah, but I, uh, I mean, you're trying to give us games that are like 20 awesome years old. Awesome games, awesome games. Though. I'm not saying some of those games. Kevin was barely out of his diapers. Would you deny a free copy of Knights of the Old Republic? Uh, okay, you, you know what? I'm uh, yes, I would. I'm sorry. You know why? Because I have it. I've okay. played it. I've reloaded and played it again. Uh, I've played it over. so many times, I got bored of it again. Um, I've been playing Call of Duty and Pokemon Red, as well as Destiny. As I've been playing Pokemon. mobile games. Destiny and Rainbow Six Siege. I was playing The Division no longer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finishing Dishonored. You, you know what I've been playing? I've been playing Clash Royale on, oh on I'm a boom mobile. Kind of guy. That game is fun. You know what game is also really fun that I've been playing recently is hmm. the uh, Plague Inc. Plague Inc. Great game. Who? Plague, Plague Inc. Inc. Are you playing the mobile version or the computer? Uh, I switch between the two to be honest. It's a great game. Um, I think it's a ripoff of a web game, or it might be the exact same game. Um, there was I know a what you're talking about. Back in the day, the only reason why I started playing it was is when um, I think it was Dawn Were of the Planet sick? of the Apes came oh. out. They had like the uh, the tie-in yep. content. That was yeah, really that's cool. right. I forgot about that. Yeah, but that's I think that's all we're playing. Um, I should play Plague Inc. Oh, did you know Dragon Quest Eight is on uh, mobile now? I'm super happy about that. I um, did not know that. Also, Settlers of Catan. Oh yeah. How mm. how long how long have your matches gone, by the way? Uh we had a three hour one a few days ago. Oh god. Dude, you gotta be, wow. uh, you gotta be careful because a certain game. A certain woman blocked off almost all the ore. Could not get any <laughs> ore. <laughs> I think I think Settlers of Catan has actually caused more friction than Monopoly. Monopoly. Yep. It's it's just such a I also you're just like Monopolies cursing at each other, like give me your fucking ones. resources. <laughs> That's awesome. Like I always try to always try to get all the bricks. Um Yeah. If you haven't played Settlers of Katana, you should. Um Fun or fact. watch or watch the tabletop of it to see if you'll enjoy it. That's how I that's how I've learned tons of board games. Tabletop with uh Will Wheaton it's on Geek and Sundry. Ah, uh, yeah, I like um, that episode. That was yep. good. Great game. Well, well I just think... a fun fact, this game came out back in nineteen ninety five. What game? Sellers of Catan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an old game. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, game. Mayfair games. Um, I think on this note, I think it's a good place for us to quit for the night. 
Um, really appreciate you guys listening. If you are not already a subscriber, which at this point, if you're not, I'm very sad. Uh, you can subscribe to our podcast on our website, arewenotentertain.com. Just hit the Press Start Gaming tab at the very top, um, which has now been there for a record f- for five weeks since I added it. Woo-hoo. Finally. Oh, I have um, a trivia question at the end. Okay. We're going to give away for uh. you. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get ready right shut up. I'm not going to ask. Um, <laughs> has nothing yeah, to do with Catalan um, Please subscribe oh, if you haven't already. Oh, damn it. Todd, Todd, one episode. I just want one episode. Today is not that day. Thank you guys for listening. Tonight I have with me Kevin Nelson. Good night, everybody. David Feldman. Good night. And God forbid, Todd Harden. Got it in again. All right, go go for your trivia question. All right, the first person to comment on the podcast page for this episode and tell me the board game where your goal is to collectively eliminate all the viruses from the planet. We'll get a free game. That's all. That's all it is. Well, oh, you a, mean? That's good. No, shut up, Kevin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you guys oh, for listening. Damn it. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.